Welcome to part two of my New Year's resolution. You may be listening and saying, Julia, it's not January right now. And I know, one, I didn't have my podcast in January, so I wasn't able to share it then. And two, it's kind of a check-in. How is your New Year's resolution going? And if you don't love them, think of it more as a mantra or a little goal on ways to live and to actively think of what you want to be following, what you want to put out into the world, and how you want to live your life. Who do you want to become? How are you becoming that person? And also, maybe realizing you already are. You're already blooming. You're already on the path to change. My name's Jules, and I'm so pumped you tuned in today. If you're listening, maybe it's morning and you have your coffee with you and you can just enjoy it as you listen to some words of inspiration. Or if you're driving in your car, maybe put the windows down. If you're on a walk, look up and look up at the sky. And together... I love to breathe as a way to connect us. No matter where you're listening from or what season of life you may find yourself in, you are never alone. So closing your eyes, take a huge breath in. And breathe out. One more, breathe in. Breathe in a little more life in your lungs. Breathe out. So if you listen to episode 14, I talked about my one of my New Year's resolution, which is consistency over perfection. It's a little mantra and affirmation I keep in my box back pocket and I've chosen it in 2022 which I had to ask for is what year is it right I think you can relate um chose it to really guide me right and as I've talked about in most of my podcasts number one always is to surrender that's like my life motto but I like to add in little resolutions each year to help me grow and just be my best self and appreciate who I am my second new year's resolution is to never gossip, to never speak negative words, to never speak words that don't fill other people up or fill myself up, to not speak words that make me feel icky, right? And I'm not saying I talk about people all the time, but we all do. We all find ourselves in situations where Someone else's name is coming out of our mouths and I wanted to become extremely aware of those words. I have a friend, Courtney, and she is a light. She's a really, really beautiful person and she invited me to be a guest teacher on her yoga retreat. So pumped because I was like, this is so in alignment with my goals of my life, like being a guest teacher, going to yoga retreats, it's amazing. And I learn a lot from her and just being in her presence. And I specifically noticed that she does not speak negatively about anything. I think I mentioned something. It was truly the smallest thing. It was like about a place. And I was kind of like, oh, that place kind of said something. And immediately she was just like smiling about it and kind of said something. And it was the littlest comment, but it made me reflect like, why did I say that? 
why did I feel the need to bring that down a little bit? And she didn't respond in like a you were negative. She didn't even notice. But the way she would always respond made me be like, I want to be more like that. And I could tell she, she, when I say someone's light, one, I think they shine a light. And she's also like physically light, like more airy, not heavy. Yeah. And she has a podcast, the unique way podcast, and she's just my friend and I love her. So I don't need to, um, what do people say? Put in a, why can't I think of the word? Like put in a word about her. I just love to support her and she's awesome. So the unique way podcast, go check it out. But as far as New Year's resolutions, I think most people have a New Year's resolution that revolves around having a healthy body, right? The most common New Year's resolutions are get to the gym, eat healthier, start doing this three times a week. And I absolutely love that. I always have and I always make that for myself because our physical well-being translates into our mental well-being as well and it's extremely important to creating a healthy life overall. But I also think it's just as equally important to have goals that elevate our mind and our spirit. If you want a healthier mind, here's a tip which is what the podcast is all about. Do not speak ill of others. I love this quote by Eleanor Roosevelt. She writes, Great minds discuss ideas. Average minds discuss events. Small minds discuss people. As I wrote in one of my podcasts, as I said, what other people say and do is a reflection of them. So what we say and do is a reflection of us. Most of the time, people talk about you to try to pull you down because you are already above them. If you are above some, someone, they're talking about you to try to bring you down to their level. Someone once, once said, I love people who gossip behind my back. That's exactly where they are, behind my back, right? They're already behind you and below you. Those who are busy discussing your life are probably not happy about their own or even just don't understand you. And there's going to be plenty of people who don't understand you. But that doesn't mean you should change what you're doing. Keep your eyes focused on God and the trail that you're blazing. But... Before you point your finger at other people gossiping about you, other people talking about you, deeply reflect on the words coming out of your own mouth. Do you talk about others? Do you speak really negatively? Even if it's gossiping kind of lightly, just throwing in light comments here or there. When you're at dinner with friends, are you saying, oh, Sandra did this and then Kevin said blah, blah, blah. Can you believe Mary is still dating X? Why would Matt decide to create his own business? It won't even be successful. Karen is so annoying. Why do we do this? (laughs) Why do we waste energy on other people? Why do we even talk about other people's lives? 
the more we spend our energy and time talking about other people's lives, the more we live other people's lives and not our own, right? We all have a lot of stuff we can work on. So how about we work on that instead of trying to fix or change or say what other people should be doing? Got right onto Google and I looked up gossip. What's the definition? Casual or unconstrained conversation or reports about other people, typically involving details that are not confirmed as being true. I loved this prompt we did in yoga school where we were instructed to write out a full story, a situation that has happened in our life. And then she had us cross off everything that's not a fact, (laughs) everything that's not labeled as true. And usually that ends up being the door opened, (laughs) like this happened. And you usually cross off Joe is rude. Joe is annoying, right? Because Joe's mom would not say he's rude. That's your thoughts. That's your story you've tacked on. Other examples of gossips are a friend who passes on the secrets of others but asks you not to tell it. Passing on personal details about a neighbor to another neighbor. Asking someone to pray for blank and then you tell and explain why. Ephesians 4.29 says, Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. Benefit. Proverbs 18.21, the tongue has the power of life and death, and those who love it will eat its fruit. Now, if you do have a problem with someone, first, I advise you to pray about it. That's what I always do. I start to pray about it, and I ask to be guided from a place of love. Then, if you feel nudged and divinely guided, Talk to the person. Confront them. We need to practice confrontation. We can't keep talking to others or pushing things under the rug. Confrontation is like ripping off a band-aid. Set a time and talk to someone. And when you do it, don't talk to them just to talk. Talk to understand. And more than that, Listen to the other person. Really listen to understand them. I think that's why it's so powerful to pray about it first and then go into the conversation with love and intention, right? A lot of problems in the world would disappear if we talked to each other instead of about each other. Also, look at your circle of friends. Misery loves good company. So if you are surrounded by drama, gossip, and fools, you may want to consider that you are presently at risk of becoming one of them. Bryant McGill said some of those words. I know this sounds scary, but you may need to change your friends. It's hard, and it's true. I'm going to do a whole podcast on friendships. But a wise mentor once said, 
show me your friends and I'll show you your future. And that is so freaking true. Who you surround yourself with is super important. And it's also a choice. So choose wisely. And I know there's some situations like work, who your employees are. One, we do have the power to change our work situations if maybe your specific work isn't filling you up. But if you have to stay in your workplace and you are in those situations or maybe it's a family member, make it a habit of shutting down conversations that aim to tear others down. Keyword, habit. It is a habit to actively practice shutting down conversations that are tearing others down. Change the subject and don't participate. Ways that we can change the subject are to listen and nod and then literally tack on to maybe something that they they just said. So you are listening really closely and you could say, oh, you mentioned something about work there. Other than this pickle that you're in, which I'm so sorry about, how's work going, right? Have great questions in your back pocket that you're able to tack on. And you don't have to make it so you're not even listening to the person. If they are saying something, you can nod your head and be like, oh, that's a tough situation. I wish I could help more. But I really wanted to hear about X, Y, and Z, right? And if you notice you are in a relationship where all you do is talk about other people and when it's silent, you find you have nothing else to talk about, I wouldn't hang out with that person a lot. And we're human, so we always make excuses. And I'm not saying, I mean, I'm in my 20s. It is hard to make friends, but it's not impossible. Maybe you join a tennis club group or you are at church and you do a volunteer project or not even through church you join your local habitat for humanity and you help out there are ways to get involved in your community join a join a gym and put yourself out there when your gym has events go talk to new people right there are ways to find friendships and not everyone keeps their friendships from high school right you may Meet your best friends in your 40s, right? There's no timeline to friendship. I love this quote from Jill Blakeway. She writes, When a toxic person can no longer control you, they will try to control how others see you. The misinformation will feel unfair, but stay above it, trusting that other people will eventually see the truth just like you did. I love how she writes, stay above it. Don't People will try to drag you to their level. Don't let them. Don't go down to other people's levels. It is a habit to not speak negatively of other people or situations. And it's one we need to practice. One thing I like to say is hold my tongue. I literally say, I'm holding my tongue. I'll tell Forrest, like we go on date nights. I think it's extremely important in relationships and to keep a marriage fruitful and healthy, to have time that's uninterrupted. It is every single week you're doing something fun and you talk to each other beforehand on how we can keep it light and airy. For example, talking about plans, because I'm a planner, stresses me out. 
I don't want to talk about the schedule and the plan. So that's on the list of hold your tongue. It may come to your mind. Don't speak it. Hold that for tomorrow. Bring it up the next morning or the next day, right? When it comes to other people, hold your tongue. Know the areas where you need to hold your tongue. And I truly pause and I choose not to speak those words. Remember, I was in the car with my mom and I noticed myself wanting to talk about someone and it was about to come out and I took a deep breath. I swallowed it, literally do a deep swallow and I held my tongue and I changed the subject, right? It actually starts to get easier and you'll notice that once you practice it, you don't do it as much. Now, I definitely want to mention that there is a time and place where we need to let off steam or we need to vent. It's not healthy to hold everything in, but it's also not healthy to just speak to whoever you want, when you want, when it's not a safe space. So I choose my safe people. For me, I think it's healthy to have like one to three people. And be really careful and intentional about who you choose. My people are Forrest and my parents. Those are the people I talk to if I need to let out any steam. We all need a safe space to let our feelings out and not hold on to them. But the key word is safe. People that won't go spreading your words and misinformation. Try to make your safe space not somebody at work. I've learned the hard way in the very beginning of my career to never have words about other employees come out of my mouth or to fall into gossip in the workplace. We attract what we are. So if we keep complaining, gossiping, and talking about others, we will attract negativity and heaviness of the world. And that weighs on us. It makes us feel heavy. We actually hold that onto our physical body. That's why I find yoga and movement and deep twists so important. You got to wring that stuff out. I used to say that all the time in my yoga classes. We are sponges. From the moment we are born, we soak up everything. The good and the bad. So you need to make sure you are wringing out your sponge through prayer and through movement. If we speak words that build others up, celebrate other people, and we see the good in life, we will attract that colorful life. My mom made a bumper sticker and there's actually a really awesome story behind it. I'll have to tell y'all. But it says love is light, hate is heavy. It's on our cars. It's on my friends' cars. I was just handing out these bumper stickers right and left because it's so true. How do you want to feel? I want to feel light. Our tongue has the power of life and death. Those who love it will eat its fruit. Words can bring joy or cause misery. I get it. Life and death, that seems a bit extreme. But that's what we're talking about here. Our words are extreme. The stakes are high. Your words can either speak life or your words can speak death. Our tongues can build others up or they can tear them down. 
So let's practice this habit together. Hold your tongue. Shut down gossip. Speak words of light. Be a light. When people leave hanging out with you, do you want them to feel weighed down and heavy or like a breath of fresh air? My brothers and sisters, the choice is yours. Let's not forget our wise words from Eleanor Roosevelt. Great minds discuss ideas. Average minds discuss events. Small minds discuss people. You want a great New Year's resolution that brings you a healthier mind? Do not speak ill of others. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to hear my second part of my New Year's resolution. I hope this inspired you in some way, somehow. And as always, I really, really, really love to hear from you. Message me. Let me know your thoughts, right? These short podcasts are just dusting the surfaces. I really think every message is actually a conversation. There's so much more to say and there's so many areas and different paths you can go down to get even deeper. But I love sharing the surface with you guys and diving a little bit under under it. So 2022, right? We can start right now. You can add in your resolution right now. Every day is a fresh start and a new beginning. So let's get consistent over perfect that allows space for love and grace and let's ditch the gossip hold our tongues and choose to listen more and speak life over people so glad you guys tuned in today hope to see you soon or chat with you soon love you lots ciao ciao